episode 25. I have been busy, Ludo, said Mr. Crouch, still talking in the same jerky fashion, barely moving his lips, and thy elf has been stunned. Stunned? By you lot, you mean? But why? Comprehension dawned suddenly on Bagman's round, shiny face. He looked up at the skull, down at Winky, and then at Mr. Crouch. No, he said. Winky? Conjure the dark mark? She wouldn't know how. She'd need a wand for a start. And she had one, said Mr. Diggory. I found her holding one, Ludo. And if it's all right with you, Mr. Crouch, I think we should hear what she's got to say for herself. Crouch gave no sign that he had heard Mr. Diggory. But Mr. Diggory seemed to take his silence for assent. He raised his own wand, pointed it at Winky, and said, Renovate! Winky stirred feebly. Her great brown eyes opened, and she blinked several times in a bemused sort of way. Watched by the silent wizard, she raised herself shakily into a sitting position. She caught sight of Mr. Diggory's feet, and slowly, tremulously raised her eyes to stare up into his face. Then, more slowly still, she looked up into the sky. Harry could see the floating skull reflected twice in her enormous glassy eyes. She gave a gasp, looked wildly around the crowded clearing, and burst into terrified sobs. Elf, said Mr. Diggory sternly, do you know who I am? I'm a member of the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures. Winky began to rock backwards and forwards on the ground, her breath coming in sharp bursts. Harry was reminded forcibly of Dobby in his moments of terrified disobedience. As you see, Elf, the dark mark was conjured here a short while ago, said Mr. Diggory, and you were discovered moments later right beneath it. An explanation, if you please. I, I, I is not doing it, sir, Winky gasped. I is not knowing how, sir. You were found with the wand in your hand barked Mr. Diggory, brandishing it in front of her. And as the wand caught the green light that was filling the clearing from the skull above, Harry recognized it. Hey, that's mine, he said. Everyone in the clearing looked at him. Excuse me, said Mr. Diggory incredulously. That's my wand, said Harry. I dropped it. You dropped it, repeated Mr. Diggory in disbelief. Is this a confession? You threw it aside after you conjured the mark. Amos, think who you're talking to, said Mr. Weasley very angrily. Is Harry Potter likely to conjure the dark mark? Oh, of course not, mumbled Mr. Diggory. Sorry. Carried away. I didn't drop it there anyway, said Harry, jerking his thumb toward the trees beneath the skull. I missed it right after we got into the wood. So said Mr. Diggory, his eyes hardening as he turned to look at Winky again, cowering at his feet. You found this wand, eh, elf? And you picked it up and thought you'd have some fun with it, did you? I is not doing magic with it, sir, squealed Winky, 
tears streaming down the sides of her squashed and bulbous nose. I is, I, I is, I, I, I is just picking it up, sir. I is not making the dark marks, sir. I is not knowing how. It wasn't her, said Hermione. She looked very nervous, speaking up in front of all these ministry wizards, yet determined all the same. Winky's got a squeaky little voice, and the voice we heard doing the incantation was much deeper. She looked round at Harry and Ron, appealing for their support. It didn't sound anything like Winky, did it? No, said Harry, shaking his head. It definitely did not sound like an elf. Yeah, it was a human voice, said Ron. Well, we'll soon see growled Mr. Diggory, looking unimpressed. There's a simple way of discovering the last spell a wand performed elf. Did you know that? Winky trembled and shook her head frantically, her ears flapping as Mr. Diggory raised his own wand again and placed it tip to tip with Harry's. Prior incantato, roared Mr. Diggory. Harry heard Hermione gasp horrified as a gigantic serpent-tongued skull erupted from the point where the two wands met. But it was a mere shadow of the green skull high above them. It looked as though it was made of thick gray smoke, the ghost of a spell. Deletrius, Mr. Diggory shouted, and the smoky skull vanished in a wisp of smoke. So, said Mr. Diggory with a kind of savage triumph, looking down upon Winky, who was still shaking convulsively. I is not doing it, she squealed, her eyes rolling in terror. I is not, I is not, I is not knowing how. I is a good elf. I isn't using wands. I isn't knowing how. You've been caught red-handed, elf, Mr. Diggory roared, caught with the guilty wand in your hand. Amos, said Mr. Weasley loudly. Think about it. Precious few wizards know how to do that spell. Where would she have learnt it? Perhaps Amos is suggesting, said Mr. Crouch, cold anger in every syllable, that I routinely teach my servants to conjure the dark mark. There was a deeply unpleasant silence. Amos Diggory looked horrified. Mr. Crouch, not, not at all. You have now come very close to accusing the two people in this clearing who are least likely to conjure that mark, barked Mr. Crouch. Harry Potter and myself. I suppose you are familiar with the boy's story, Amos. Well, of course, everyone knows, muttered Mr. Diggory, looking highly discomfited. And I trust you remember the many proofs I have given over a long career that I despise and detest the dark arts and those who practice them, Mr. Crouch shouted, his eyes bulging again. Mr. Crouch, I, I never suggested you had anything to do with it, muttered Amos Diggory, now reddening behind his scrubby brown beard. If you accuse my elf, you accuse me, Diggory, shouted Mr. Crouch. Where else would she have learned to conjure it? She might have picked it up anywhere. Precisely, Amos, said Mr. Weasley. She might have picked it up anywhere. Winky, he said kindly, turning to the elf, but she flinched as though he too was shouting at her. Where exactly did you find Harry's wand? 
Winky was twisting the hem of her tea towel so violently that it was fraying beneath her fingers. I, I is finding it, finding it there, sir, she whispered. There, in the tree, sir. You see, Amos, said Mr. Weasley, whoever conjured the mark could have disapparated right after they'd done it, leaving Harry's wand behind. A clever thing to do, not using their own wand, which could have betrayed them. And Winky here had the misfortune to come across the wand moments later and pick it up. But then she'd have been feet away from the real culprit, said Mr. Diggory impatiently. Elf, did you see anyone? Winky began to tremble worse than ever. Her giant eyes flickered from Mr. Diggory to Ludo Bagman and on to Mr. Crouch. Then she gulped and said, I is seeing no one, sir. No one. Amos, said Mr. Crouch curtly, I am fully aware that in the ordinary course of events you would want to take Winky into your department for questioning. I ask you, however, to allow me to deal with her. Mr. Diggory looked as though he didn't think much of this suggestion at all. But it was clear to Harry that Mr. Crouch was such an important member of the ministry that he did not dare refuse him. You may rest assured that she will be punished, Mr. Crouch added coldly. Master, Winky stammered, looking up at Mr. Crouch, her eyes brimming with tears. Master, please. Mr. Crouch stared back. His face somehow sharpened, each line upon it more deeply etched. There was no pity in his gaze. 